Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Ramble On. To all our Patreon subscribers, our favourite listeners of all time, my name is uh, Marcus Speller, and I've brought three friends along. There's Luke, there's Jim, and there's Pete. Say hello, chaps. Hello, chaps. Hello. Hello, chaps. Well done. Well done indeed. Now, gentlemen, uh, today, uh, on the day of recording this, it's a very special day. It's Patrice Evra's birthday. Someone get him a chicken. I love this birthday. (laughs) Someone leave a chicken outside in the garden for him. (laughs) Oh, man, I forgot about the chicken. Why was he doing that again? I don't think we ever knew. Licking a raw chicken and kissing it is probably not advisable. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were all expecting the fallout from that, but presumably if he did get any sort of salmonella or some sort of chicken poisoning, mm. he didn't post the follow-up about it. But surely that can't have ended well. I think modern farming practices, and I imagine, and, and certainly under EU rules, uh, are certainly very good. And you can invariably chicken quite raw nowadays. But oh, Peter, this is not advice. Don't be giving people yeah. advice. This is not advice. Don't We've been through this on Luke and Pete show. You keep saying this. You keep saying stuff like don't drink water and eat raw chicken. It's unhelpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, but uh, can, uh, I, can uh, I also say that um, I'm not sure if we mentioned it on the show before. I think we might have done, but Patrice Evra's debut for Man United was so bad that his agent was apologising to him at half-time for bringing him to Man United. Brilliant. Wow. Um, so he's been through some ups and downs, so I wish wasn't, him a very, very happy birthday. wasn't the end of his Manchester United story, though, was Absolutely it? Absolutely not. No, have a bit of respect. Very well-decorated player. And if he wants to get off with a chicken, a dead chicken, then... then <laughs> do then, it at Pete's house. Then do it at Pete's house, but do scrutinise that, though, because that is awful uh, behaviour. But, I mean, Pete, I understand what you're saying about the farming practices and all. I mean, eating raw chicken, but it was the way he was caressing and kissing it, even if the chicken was fully yeah. cooked and ready to go. Off, off Yeah. Who's eating that after him? That's the thing. Is he going to eat well, that whole chicken to himself? Up there is oh, nothing I... more delicious than a well-roasted chicken. I can completely understand mm. why you'd want to uh, get involved with a cooked one. The raw one, there's nothing in that for me. That's all I'm right. saying. Right. But we don't know that he cooked it. He might have had sex with it. It could have gone <laughs> either way. Oh, come on. That's what it implied. He was kissing it and nibbling it uh, yeah, and caressing it. Is true, it. Actually. That, was, that was chicken sex foreplay, wasn't yeah. it, really? Exactly. As, as much as yeah. I regret you saying that, Jim, I, I, to be fair, with the evidence put in front of you, it's a fair conclusion you've drawn there. <laughs> Quite. Um, well, there we are. Well, uh, gentlemen, I'd like to ask you this question. If you could celebrate a birthday with anyone from the world of football, who would it be or who, or who would they be? I mean, you, you can choose your own birthday and have people celebrate it with you, or you can choose a particular person or person's uh, birthday to celebrate with. Luke, I'll come to you first. Um, getting out of the way. Uh, I think that um, I well, I interpreted this question uh-huh. by um, who I would like to spend my birthday weird from the world of football if that's okay so i think that follows on that falls under that's your uh, absolutely yeah, your, your your jurisdiction mm. um i i also rapidly realized that most of the world's best players or most interesting players mm-hmm. are quite a bit younger than me to the point where it might become inappropriate um so so i've decided that from the world of football the person i'd most like to spend my birthday with and i'm sorry it's a boring Ruddock. answer <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get any cake. Your head. <laughs> I wouldn't get any cake. Me. Imagine me not being able to get any cake. Um, no, it's actually Sir Alex Ferguson. Now, the reason oh. for that is probably fairly obvious, but added to the fact that oh, he's a legend and for me, the best club manager of all time. And it would be fascinating just to hear his stories. I don't think I'd ever get through enough questions um, to, to, to have for him. But also because sadly he's older now and he's had his health problems and I wouldn't I, I it'd be a huge regret of mine if I was to go through my whole life 
never actually meeting him. And I'm probably never going to meet him because why would he give a shit about me? And I get all that. But it would have been amazing, for example, for a Ramble Meets to be Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. And that's, that's probably not going to happen because he's got no reason to do it. So in this fantasy scenario, I think share a bottle of wine with Sir Alex in front of a nice fire um, or sat out sharing a, a gin and tonic or whatever on the, on the, in the garden in the summer and just asking him questions about his career, what he thought about different parts of football. To me, I think at the age I'm at, as sad and as boring as it's going to sound to many of our listeners, that is the perfect birthday football birthday for me i'd say okay jim and pete i hope you've got more sillier answers but luke what the one thing i would <laughs> say i let you all down is, i'm really sorry uh I, one thing i would say is that it would come in handy because presumably wherever you are in a, in a pub or, or somewhere as you, you've described uh when the uh the the barman or, or or bar lady comes over for chucking out time he's tapping his watch going oh there's still 10 minutes <laughs> yeah i think no, he'd be tapping his watch trying to get the thing finished because he'd be sat next to me all night yeah i think to be fair though i mean he'd i think he'd drink you under the table luke no offense but, no uh, anyone could drink me under the yeah. table it's a well-known fact and he would definitely better do that but i'm not talking about getting pissed with him about for all i care i mean he, he, he probably won't extend this invite to me but we could do it at his house i don't it doesn't have to be at a pub <laughs> i'll just come round. just let me know what time you want yeah. me there luke, he's not listening he's again. not listening to this okay this plea. Yeah, it's going to get me, isn't it? Ramble meets. He's okay. one of the podcasts. If I find out that he's into podcasts uh, and he's listened to one of the other lot, I'll be gutted. He'll right. be into crime novels, wine and horses. That's what he's into. Mm, That's what yeah. he's always been into. Exactly. I, was se- to- I went to Cheltenham Festival this year. I was secretly hoping that I'd see him at Cheltenham, but I didn't. Sadly. Right. <laughs> well, Marcus, you seem really disappointed in me like, no, for no, the no. first time in and quite a you- while. <laughs> you actually sound quite sinister at the moment as well, Marcus. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. It's because that was going to be Marcus's answer. That's why. I've got I've got Roy Keane sat here looking at me going, <laughs> what's your fucking mate saying about that? Uh, Actually, yeah. That Alex Ferguson, I, I, for my birthday, I'd like to be there as the only one present <laughs> when Sir Alex Ferguson and Roy Keane are reconciled. Now you're I talking. get to listen to the conversation. There you yeah. go. Nice. <clears throat> Jimmy, what you got? Well, I think Luke's made an interesting point about the, the age thing. That is, uh, it's very important to the sort of enjoyment you're going to yeah, have. Yeah, so you cannot spend time at home with Jane and Sancho, Jim, you dirty boy. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I mean, um, so I've gone for a man who's actually the same age as me, and that is Yaya Toure. Because, <laughs> lest, lest we forget, in yeah. 2014, two days after Man City had won the league, Yaya Toure, probably the best midfielder in the Premier League at the time, threatened to leave the club <laughs> because they didn't get him a birthday cake. The key point so, of that is two days after they won the title. Yeah. yeah. That is, that is, that's Chimbonda stuff. That's like it was, transfer request in your sock stuff. But it would it it made for for Toure this made his position at City untenable. Do you remember? It was just like I can't possibly keep playing for this club. They've not sent me a birthday cake. I think in, in amongst all the sort of you know the madness that must come after winning the league, and it, maybe it's a thing that they normally do for for City players. They send them a birthday cake. But he was so upset about it, he sort of went public and seemed to think people would be on his side. Like, well, how could I possibly keep playing for this club when they didn't send me a birthday cake? But it just makes me think, like, what sort of level of cake does Yaya? normally have it must be exceptional if the yeah. man takes his birthdays this seriously then i think like just hanging out with him on your birthday you know again age appropriate um i think it'd be a bloody good time can yeah. i can i play devil's advocate about the yaya Toure thing in retrospect just to see just to see if you guys will, will nibble on it mm. so if you are the and it's obviously an amazing story and i'm not trying to 
you know, sort of detract from how good a story it was at the time, and it's still hugely enjoyable now. But can you guys imagine this scenario where, if you are, as Jim's rightly pointed out, the best midfielder, arguably you know the most important player at the club that season, and you've had a tremendously successful season built around? Was it a season where he scored twenty goals in the Premier League from midfield? It was, wasn't I believe it? Believe so, yeah. Okay, well, he's definitely done that at some point. Yeah. Let's at least agree on that. And and. If you perhaps saw some other players getting a fuss made of them for their birthday and making them feel really rewarded and part of it and, and really appreciated, and then your birthday came and went and you didn't see anything at all, um, is is he within his rights to feel a little bit put out by that? Now, I'm not defending his actions and the, and the headline is the birthday cake and blah, blah, blah. But do you understand where I'm coming from on that? Would that I be do. a reason to... To believe that he could be a little bit have his nose put out of joint. I, by I that. think I well, should turn the the hall of the Man- Manchester Metro into a big Colin Caterpillar kick. I think that's yeah. what they should have done. Ooh, that was what you make up for it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's what they should have done. I take your point, Luke, but I think a thirty-one-year-old man at that point should be mature enough to keep that in house. Yeah, it was his agent, wasn't it? His agent was an absolute well, soldier. Yeah, that's it. right. Yeah, that's absolutely... You know what? You're right. It was his agent. It was um, yeah, yeah, Dimitri Selyuk, wasn't it? I, they did actually present him with a birthday cake. on. Was it on a plane or something on a flight? Or, or And he just didn't seem that yeah, bothered. I, bell, I think yeah. this was, was his agent being a dickhead. I don't think... I think the, I think the fact that tourists think, oh, I just won the league. That's absolutely brilliant. I had a great season. What? No birthday cake. Right, I'm off. I don't think that's how it played out. Mark, no, I, I love the idea of them, of them walking <laughs> off the pitch and they've just been presented with their medals and him thinking to himself, oh, I can't wait to see what birthday cake I've got in there. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> wait to see... What, these yeah. lads, I bet they've done something really special yeah. for him, walking mm. into the dressing room and his face... <laughs> It's, First of all, dropping and then thinking, I don't know what they're doing. They're doing a surprise party for me. We're probably going somewhere later. And it going on for days and days until it finally drops that he's not actually getting anything at all. Yeah. No cake. Not no a surprise cake. cake. No cake. That's the worst type of cake, isn't it? No cake. I think we can all agree. <laughs> but yeah, I imagine at the same time, though, if, you know, what Toure later clarified to be the case, like that is a weird scenario as well. You've just won the league. You've scored 20 goals. You're probably the best midfielder in the Premier League. You're having a brilliant time. And, uh, you know, you see stories like you, your agent saying, sorry, Yaya, um, they didn't get you a cake, so you're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you've got to leave, mate. I'm sorry, you've got he wants, to go. He wants his, yeah, but he wants his, I mean, it's not birthday cake, but his cheese. The agent wants his cheese, his, his summer cheese. His summer cheese board, so to speak, mm. because you're not going to get any money unless you get a move. So you've just won the league. You're the best midfielder in, in the world, or certainly one of them. Your agent angles for a bit of cash, you know. It, 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 it's, worth, it's it's within his uh, powers to get you a move and, and that's what his, that's, that's his job, basically. Also, special special shout-out to, to Yaya for being able to stand out as being, arguably at that point, the biggest dickhead in the Man City squad when um, Sammy Nasri was there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's an achievement. That is, 100%. it really is. Um, Nasri would have I... been pissed off that he's upstaged him there. Yeah. Can I also, um, I don't know if you guys are aware of the, the footballers born on your birthdays, but I've got um, Jason McAteer and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, which I think would be a quite fun night out. Yeah. yeah. Definitely be nothing bad or unlawful. That'd be amazing. It would be great. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think we should move on swiftly to Pete Donaldson. Um, I would probably go for uh, either... You remember when, like, there's a couple of interesting footballers back in the day who uh, did weird things. Xavi used to go out and forage for mushrooms really? in the really? forest. Huh. Yeah, that was, what that was from back in the day. 
What type well, of mushrooms, Pete? Well, I'm just saying that the, it might get a bit interesting, the party, if you pick the wrong <laughs> mushroom. And then you're suddenly in Mario World, and you're like, oh, my God, this is brilliant, yeah. And you're going to gonna fair, fail a drug test. <laughs> the, amount of, um, the amount of weed that you smoked at the, the new camp, I wouldn't be surprised if, if you could just buy magic mushrooms in the stadium. I mean, I do wonder if, like, psychotropic, psychedelic drugs are covered by kind of drug test because they wouldn't help your performance in any way it might help like your your mind to get you know through through the kind of like mental maze of being a professional footballer but i don't think it's going to help you you know beat a last defender off yeah I think, I think the um i think i think the um i think the kind of the rulings i'm right and saying i think i'm right in saying this that the rulings for recreational drugs are different to performance enhancing drugs i think right okay anything that gets you a bit Happy, I guess. That's on my right. on my birthday, I've got I've got Julian Draxler, Henrik Larsson, uh, Sean Davis, Jonathan Walters, and David Stockdale. Now it might be a pretty effective five-a-side team, but that is a boring yeah. night out. Yeah, it is. Apart really from Larsson, well, everyone just wants to talk to Larsson. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you need uh, Moritz Volz, the uh, the the Fulham. Yeah, yeah. is that who you've got? He used to. Well, he no, it's not. Volzy. but he used to bake. He used to bake cakes, didn't he? Yeah, Before and he had his own website, didn't he? Yeah, so he'd be able to he'd he'd keep the rest of the players in the team who you know like their cakes happy by baking a cake every time. He used to every time they used to play a different side, he used to present one of the players with a, with a cake. Apparently, so All there right. you go. Very nice. Very interesting. He was a very interesting character. He used to drive a, yeah. a, a beaten up. I think it was a VW and, and just kind of like cycle around uh, around the place. I love That's I right. love eccentric fo- footballers where their eccentricities uh, basically manifest themselves in not being a Flash Charlie. Flash Charlie? Yeah, Flash exactly. Charlie. Their their eccentricities are often they're just a fairly normal person. Yeah, they yeah. don't see they, they don't see the importance of buy of wearing, you know, a 40 grand Rolex on their on their arm. Yeah. Or indeed their ankle. I think when he was <laughs> yeah. when he was injured, I think he I'm pretty sure this is right. When he was when he was injured for a bit, he went around the crowd at Fulham with a bucket trying to get some money for like their ch- local charity or something like that, which is quite a nice touch. Isn't oh. Good old Voltsy. Oh, Voltsy. Um, uh, uh, in contrast, uh, I share a birthday with Craig Bellamy. <laughs> oh, that is a clash of personalities. <laughs> we'd, have a, we'd have a round of golf. Actually, to be fair to Bellamy, he did, I think talking to charity work, I think he's done quite a bit of stuff somewhere in West Africa. Although, yeah, he has. I, if that's all gone to shit or there's i have no idea but i just remember hearing that so uh so there's that although i also share a birthday with guillermo um ochoa the mexico goalkeeper oh. and he's one of those glorious oh, yeah. world cuppy type players yes. yeah. Remember, yeah jim you once described mexico as like the most world cuppy team absolutely and there's a, often a, yeah there's often a lot of players in that side because they're a decent team but they don't ever get past the sort of second round these days do they uh you know they've they've got a bit of flair the, the kit's always quite nice and bright and 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 Ochoa or he's got his hairband on he looks good but during the the club season I just don't really notice him around because he doesn't play for kind of an, a, a, one of the bigger sides uh, him and I would just eat an enormous amount of Mexican food which would be a, a lovely old time um but also one of my most memorable birthdays I've ever had was in Kenya when I was in a very very small village uh, in uh, way out from like Nairobi in the city, so sort of very rural, and they bought me a massive birthday cake. It was it was absolutely enormous, and then I just think it spread like wildfire throughout like the local little sort of villages and 
and, and areas that there was a big birthday cake because just everybody turned up. And I was sat there for ages just cutting slices of cake, handing them out to go, I've not seen any of these people in the, in the week we've been here. It was a lovely old time. So, uh, <laughs> so I would, I, I don't know, Victor Wanyama, he's from Kenya, isn't he? So, But you know, you know, you know, going back to Ochoa, the, um, yeah. and I, I completely agree with everything Jim says about Mexico. They're, they're just the archetypal side that they get to the second round. They do really well, but they just miss out yeah. uh, from getting through to the quarters or whatever. But he was amazing in 2014 wasn't he and that got him a decent money deal with Malaga who I think might have been quite moneyed at the time yeah yeah I but it never really were, worked yeah. out for him and he and he never and he never really did anything beyond that to, to my knowledge um, but he's, he's, he's still he playing apparently yeah, yeah I think he's only six fingers there was a there was a meme that went around when he was uh doing his heroics for Mexico in goal at, at the World Cup and uh yeah that somebody had done a photoshop with him having six fingers and they said he couldn't get into um, Fulham, was it Fulham for a bit? Like he couldn't get in the side because uh, he wasn't allowed to play because he had six fingers and like had to make a special glove from stuff like oh that. Oh my god! But when internet rumors were really, were really. Oh, I love it. Give it a Google. Yeah. It's well worth a. It's well worth a look. It's he was. He, he wasn't at Fulham, but he was linked with Liverpool for a while, but it never really happened. Because right. um, mm. he did. He, Marcus, you'll remember this much better than me. They played mm. Brazil, didn't they? And he was brilliant. They drew nil nil. Uh, and he made some amazing saves. He made well, an not, amazing save from Neymar at one point. Not in the last World Cup, they were beaten. No, by 2014. Them. Oh, blimey. Uh, 2014, yeah, they were in the group with Croatia. Get into that mind palace. Croatia, Cameroon. Yeah, maybe they did draw with um, with, with with Mexico, but you're right. I mean, of course, in 2018, they beat Germany in mm. their opening game, and it was like, bloody hell, you know. And then, of course, they draw Brazil in the second round, and, and it was actually a decent Brazil side, even though they got knocked out in the quarters. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, nice to nice to remember uh, Ochoa. Um, yeah, play. yeah they, they did draw. Yeah, they finished. Um, was it the Dutch who beat them with two late goals in the second round? In what, 2014? Yeah, or was it? Uh, uh, I think, it was, I think yeah, it, it was the Dutch. Yeah. yeah, they scored two yeah. late goals and, and then they were out because they really thought that they were going to get through the second round against a decent yeah. opponent. Poor old Ochoa. But we share yeah, Drew, a they lost. They lost 2 1, didn't they? It was 2 1, I think. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. Lovely. There we are, there we gentlemen. Go. Excellent stuff. Well, um, that's who we would celebrate our birthdays with. Um, so uh, <laughs> there we are. I hope that's uh, I hope that's given you inspiration on how you may spend your next birthday, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, Pete we'll... will spend his birthday with any <laughs> listener that asks him to. If you if you if you're having a birthday and you want yeah. Pete to be there, you will be there, won't you, Pete? That's just part of the In deal full you've done. Clown makeup or not? It, it, you know, it's, it's up to you. you guys. Yeah, yeah. do As some juggling, Patreon. some fire poi. Yeah, I'll bring my own uh, canisters of uh, laughing gas. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as Patreon subscribers, that is your right. By the way, you can summon Pete to your birthday. So, and if you walk, if you're walking down the street on like a Sunday morning, going to get um, yeah, going to get the paper or whatever, and you see those little leftover laughing gas canisters on the street, that's yeah. how you know that Pete's been in your neighbourhood. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll leave you with a clip from our live shows last autumn. It's a special round of Luke's Quiz Mastermind, featuring questions about your friend of mine, Kevin Keegan. Enjoy. Did I sign that off? Come on, get up here, Chris. Give Come it up, on, Chris, Chris everyone. Go on, Dan. I already know your name. How you doing, bro? Good to see you. Come and sit down. Right, Chris, what you need to do is you need to sit here. Here's your microphone. Um, do not abuse the power. Is it on? Check. Yes, great. Great, good. Ooh. That is a, a low percentage play, that. Right. 
<laughs> what you need to do is answer as many questions as you can in the time on Kevin Keegan. Do you want to play Morse Mind? Yes. Let's play. <laughs> Crystal Maze. Crystal Maze. Much better theme. What year was Kevin Keegan born? It's multiple choice. Was it A, 1948, B, 1950, or C, 1951? 1950. It's 1951. Oh. Yeah, boo him, boo him. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. Why didn't Kevin Keegan sign for Doncaster Rovers as a teenager? Was it... Oi, that's enough of that. Oi! You've, you've had your one. Is it A, he was a cunt? No. Uh, a, he was told he was too small. B, he was told he wasn't good enough. Or C, when he arrived for his trial, he realised he got not only the date wrong, but the location as well. Too small. It's C. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah, boom. <laughs> three, three. Right, listen to this one carefully. Why, when playing for Scunthorpe United in the late 1960s, did Kevin Keegan get in trouble? A, he was late for training. B, he disrespected one of the coaching staff. Or C, five young players were given the keys to an old tractor <laughs> and were allowed to take turns driving it around the field next to the training ground. On Keegan's turn, he crashed it, sending the axle through the tractor engine and writing it off. <laughs> Correct! <Hey. laughs> Number four, why when playing for Hamburg in Germany was Kevin Keegan spotted walking down the street with a load of Christmas lights despite Christmas being months away? <laughs> Was it A, because it was traditional to give Christmas lights as gifts in Hamburg? B, because the best player in training at Hamburg was given Christmas lights? Or C, because Kevin went into a hardware shop to buy something else, but his German was so bad, he ended up buying a lot of Christmas lights he didn't want at a shop here we couldn't understand him properly? C. It is C. Hey. All right, and your final question. Here we go. What headline did the sun go with when reported... Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what headline did the Sun go with when reporting on a story that Keegan had lost his temper at planning officials who wouldn't let him carry out home improvements? Was it A, disallowed? B, officials give Keggy the red card? You're right, Marcus. Or C, I would love it, love it, if you would let me extend my house. <laughs> It is C! Give it up for Chris, everyone! Well done, pal. Appreciate that. Cheers. Good man. Oh. <laughs> I got a lot of time for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too much time, I think. Too much yeah. time. This was a Stakhanov production.